Hey, it's your big week this week. Mm. You nominated The Thing. I did. Is this your first time? This is my first time. Is I, it? Yeah, I'd never, ever seen it before. Do you know anything? Knew absolutely nothing about it. Didn't know Didn't know who was in it. Didn't know anything about, yeah. Did so you? I knew nothing about it. I'd heard of the film. I kind of knew it was like a sci-fi horror type yeah, yeah. vibe. But yeah, this was completely uh, brand new to me. Did you know which one to watch? Yes. There's a pre prequel, isn't there? Pre no, there's a pre pre makequel. Oh, what the 2011? Thing? Yeah, which yeah. is the one that I watched first. And oh, okay, and then, double dropped, and then watched the. Okay. the oh, that's after. interesting. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay. I have seen that as well. But we're talking about the 1982 classic John Carpenter. What's his name? Kurt Russell and Keith David reteaming again as they were in. Uh, well, actually, they go, that was in They Live. That was 1985, wasn't it? We watched that for our hundredth episode, and mm. this has got. It's like a who's who's got the music, weirdly, for a John Carpenter movie, isn't by John Carpenter. It's yeah. by Ennio Morricone. And famously, Carpenter does his own scores, but he didn't for this one. And Morricone then reused some of the... Uh, We're going straight in with that. Because he got Razzie. Yeah. He got Razzie for this. And yeah, like you are about to say, and I rudely cut you off, the unused, some of the unused music was used in... The Hateful Eight. Which won an Oscar. And also starred Kurt Russell in the snow. Oh. Yeah, so some some I, I just bring it up because this was like a real like coming together of great individuals. Because you had Rob Bottom as well, who did mm. the special effects, legendary special effects. He was only twenty two. Yeah, he was. And yeah. this movie, you know, oh. this movie had a serious toll on his health. I'm oh, sure really? He, yeah, he contracted pneumonia. He worked basically yeah. by himself. Like, yeah, it was had a strong hair game. I remember Rob. Rob Bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Long well, his lots. strongest hair game in this has got to be Kurt Russell. Yeah. We'll probably hair get into and that. Beard combo. Beard. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because where this film begins is where the the one that I originally watched, thinking actually it was the right film, and then I, I purchased it on Amazon and then started to watch it. And I thought, this isn't the right film. So, but. <laughs> What what was really good about it is that it ended and I thought, oh, I could watch more of this. Yeah. And then watch the thing, which is where the thing begins, because mm. they're chasing after So is it the Norway dog. stuff? So it's all the, yeah. it's the whole Norway expedition. Yeah. You get all that and how they found right. it and everything before. And okay. it, it literally just picks up in the helicopter well, but it's a, going yeah. over. Just more it, I think it, one of the things is quite cool about this is that it actually starts, it, there's like another story going on that you're not really aware of in the 1982 version because it starts with this like really bizarre, well, you see the spaceship hurtling towards Earth and crashing, then the iconic The Thing yeah. thing, which they did by burning bin bags, I think. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, because it looks amazing the way it, it pulls Melts away. And, yeah. and then it's really weird. It's just a rocky outcrop and there's a helicopter in the distance yeah. and he's fucking... Chasing Chasing a, chasing a dog. I thought you would so like this unknowable. bit, Pete, because you well, hate dogs so much. Dogs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, you know, Instantly heartwarming for me that. is throwing grenades at a dog. I'm the like, first yeah, shot with the grenade is beyond terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's no, not even the same fucking country. Anyway. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. Great mm. shots of the Antarctic. It was actually Alaska, I think, wasn't it? And the dog mm. uh, running British against Columbia. the white and blue. Was it British Columbia? White and blue backdrop. And then we're at US National Science Institute. Station four, where people are drinking and playing ping pong and the scientists are hanging out. So, yeah, you're like, well, why are they shooting at a dog? Yeah. Why? <laughs> what's going on? Not that's you, not normal. Not if you just watched the prequel. You well, know, no, but exactly. let's, assume yeah, but let's assume you haven't, because that's what we're getting at the moment. The shots of the guy leaning out and trying to sniper and throw grenades at a dog. And then these guys. And you, you get uh, Mac. He's playing um, chess wizard. 
Did you see this? Yeah. Which which I thought is a chess game, which was a pretty elaborate peripheral for computers back in 1982. With a female voice talking about it. And then it's also a pretty wasteful use of resources, especially after Mac pours his bourbon into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the female voice is the only female in this as well, isn't it? It's John Carpenter's wife. Right. At the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. There we go. Well, we mentioned that the, the, the Norwegian fellas both die. Well, that's, yeah, go for it. That's the bit that comes up. Yeah, the dog makes it all the way to the station, followed by the chopper, and then... Yeah. And one of them blows himself up again yeah. with like the, the it's grenade. Pretty, it's very clumsy. The handling of the grenades very clumsy. all the way through that opening sequence is pretty poor. Yeah, it's so pretty he, comical that moment but, when he yeah, drops blows the himself up. Yeah. And then the, the other one gets taken down because he is seemingly... Well, he gets oh, this mad guy bizarre, comes yeah. in trying to shoot things. So they shoot, you know, Gary, the station commander, I think he is, shoots the... Shot right in the eye. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. he's the only one that can shoot because they, have, they haven't shot this dog for... Do you know what he's <laughs> saying? Hundreds of metres through like, yeah. this, all this snow. They they keep missing it. They've got grenades. They've got guns. They keep... Even when it's like five metres away, they end up shooting the guy's leg yeah, rather yeah. than the yeah. dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. which runs away. And finally they think, this guy's crazy and he, he can't speak any English. The well, other you know guy what he's that saying, could... though, Because if they could speak any Norwegian, he's saying, get the hell out of there. That's not a dog. It's some sort of thing. It's imitating a dog. It isn't real. Get away, you idiots. That's what he's shouting at. Wow. So if only if they we could... knew. Yeah. Well, he, so he... it's a bit of a spoiler for people who can speak Norwegian. Yeah. How did? What did they do in Norway? Did they make him like Japanese? Well, the thing is <laughs> that Scandinavian people are very good at speaking English. Yeah. So it's, I don't believe that he wouldn't have been able to no, speak. Lars, call it bullshit. No, Lars actually... Everything else in this is totally... All, all the rest of the Norwegian crew, <laughs> having watched the prequel, all the rest of the Norwegian crew speak, but Lars is the one that can't speak English. And from Metallica. It, from, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Lars, Ulrich, yeah, yeah. Lars and, and the real girl. But yeah, so he's he's taken out. One of them drops a grenade and, and blows up the helicopter and himself, and the other one eventually gets taken out because he can't be translated that explaining the dog's actually an alien it's such a great start isn't it because it's like it's interesting straight away like what the fuck is going on yeah Yeah. I kind of almost immediately forgot about the very first thing which is the 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 UFO Yeah, yeah yeah It was because the next, like that, that next sequence is really quite like intense and gripping, and what the fuck's going on, and why they're trying to shoot this dog, and you just completely forget what's gone before. Yeah. So then um, they they kind of bring the dog in because that you would, you know, you're not expecting it to be a thing, and it it, it has a little bite someone under the table, isn't it? The ginger fella, little nip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nip. Ah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, get that fucking dog in with the others, you know. Yeah, get him yeah. Because they've got a whole it's a collective noun kennel. Yeah, well, a okay. brood of dogs, and that's when shit starts to <laughs> starts to go down. Well, do they, do they well, go they, to they, the Nor- do they go to the do, yeah. camp first? Yeah, because they, they have a chat about like what what the hell's going on. They say like you know they put it down to he's got um, cabin fever. They try mm. to radio for help, but they establish they haven't been able to contact it's anyone for two coming. weeks. They're right. completely isolated. One of the guys, the chef Niles, Na- Niles, he's on roller skates, isn't he? And yeah, he's saying, yeah. Oh, we're at war with Norway. Yes, yeah, he he rolls in. But they decide, look, it's an hour um, to go and check out where this camp was and let's go and see what the fuck's happened because they know there's seven or eight others there that should Mm. be there with this camp. When they get there, it's completely bombed out. It's Mm. like there's fire everywhere and they start exploring and they find the evidence of the, the craziness what. of, of well, someone's going committed on. suicide. Yeah, it's, it's quite, great. It's, it's really great because the blood is frozen. It's, yeah, right he's away. got the he's got the straight um, edge razor thing in his yeah. hand, and mm. yeah, you can see the cuts and the blood freezing as it's come out. It's fucking cool. And mm. there's sort of piles of 
burnt flesh, yeah. vaguely and human. Like limbs. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of mutant. And they've got this huge kind of ice bath that yeah. something has exploded out of. And, and they find this twisted remains of kind of a half person or two people that has been tw- entwined together and and they bring this back anyway on the chopper and they lay it down on the table and say it's Look, still this is smoldering and it's still- <laughs> i think that everyone is thawing a bit everyone uh, is yeah, still quite chilled about everything yeah i like, would be like beyond freaking out, out like, right i'm going so, i'm not going back to that station or that station i'm fucking going like <laughs> south to it's, where- it's like this grotesque mass of flesh and limbs yeah. and it's part of it has two heads sort of melted yeah, together yeah, yeah. yeah and they're like oh we should do an autopsy i would yeah exactly like no, burn it some more yeah <laughs> let's all get and out it, now it, it wasn't it wasn't that small but he said get me a shovel like he was just gonna <laughs> sort of lift it Onto the, hot, into the Fuck. into the helicopter, and he lays it down, and think, God, what has he brought that there? For? Yeah, like, you know. But, <clears throat> oh, there but he before does, all they- this, as well, we've had the dog. Just uh, he's another like mm. shot. He's just wandering around, listening to Stevie Wonder's superstition, mm. and uh, he goes, "The dog is, yeah, yeah, yeah." Well, that's playing, and the dog's wandering around. I as always when the he was dog moon backwards. He, he, there's, he goes into the room, and you just see a man Someone in silhouette. Beckons. Yeah. And then it just cuts. That's all it is, but it's already enough. So you know already you're suspecting somebody in the camp is the thing yeah. already. Yeah, It's yeah. just one of the great things the movie does really early on to put that pack. But you don't know who because it was a silhouette and you can't work it out. And they, it, the silhouette was not one of the actors. So even if you tried to pin it down from who oh, right. the, the shadow was, you wouldn't be able to do it because they used someone who wasn't part of the crew. Brilliant. Yeah. That's, what's that, like a shadow double? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Should we get onto the dog We've then? We've not really gone very far into this story. This is only about well, it, it does 15, accelerate. Like, it does, it does yeah, go it does, yeah. pretty the, crazy. The, the final Because the runtime's watching... the run about hour 40, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah, you get pounds it, along there. Yeah, yeah. They're watching game shows and Palmer's smoking spliffs, playing pool, and then the 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 dog. Some real good acting from the dogs here, I yeah. thought, because the, the one dog goes outside and the four dogs are kind of all on the floor, and but you see them kind of like yeah. looking at him and being weird, and then the Norwegian's dog's face splits open and opens up like a flower to reveal grotesque tentacles, yeah, and then long writhing tendrils emerge from its spine which then splinters into numerous legs like a spider and then it sprays goo mm. at the dogs which go it really completely. battered that one dog in yeah, the corner horrible wasn't it yeah I've um, never seen that species of dog before it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a new one I think, yeah I think yeah. it's what's it called a hybrid yeah no. <laughs> it's definitely not pedigree I don't think no and Clark goes to investigate the beardy guy and then but all the dogs are silent suddenly and it's like yeah anyway Clark goes back in. He says a great line to McCready. He says, he sees all the shit that's going on. And he says, I don't know what's in there, but it's weird and it's pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they go back in. They assemble the crew. They get the flamethrower and flame all that. Get the flamethrower. Yeah. 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 There's mm. still, even after that, there's still more, like, normal about it. Yeah. Because I'd just be like, what the fuck is that? I think I'd have probably, yeah. like, killed myself now. Yeah. <laughs> like, at yeah. this point, it's already so, too much. Because so well, at one point, it becomes just a huge it's mass of yeah. flesh with just covered in eyes. And a bit yeah. of a... <laughs> Bit of a dog's head it, somewhere in it's there. It's sort of like yeah. it almost like jumps up and attaches itself to the rafters. I thought it was going to do like an alien where it gets up it and, yeah. and starts running around, yeah. you know, in the, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like or, in the attic, and then drop down on people and shit like that. But at this point, obviously, you've seen like the the big kind of like gelatinous, massive limbs and stuff. 
But then the dog transforming is the first bit of like, I guess, sort of like special effect animation of like these, you know, this whatever the hell that is. And considering this is 1982 and some of the shit that, that has come out since then that's been bollocks. Like I watched, I think June was was out a couple of years after this. And the the, the animated like special effects stuff and that, or not animated, but you know what I mean? It's like it's fucking terrible in comparison. Yeah, yeah. Mm. This was fucking... The dog's like face splitting open. Oh, it's and it, top they tier. Even it's real like, dogs. You know, it's, it must have been a real dog. They must have used real dogs. It, it um, looks seriously. It does. It does. And and everything guy, was disgusting. Yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? Because even if it now, some of it you can argue may be starting to look a little bit crude, but the ideas behind it are so disturbing yeah, um, and unknowable and very alien. So, yeah, they still hold up on that conceptual level it, as it much as It did for me, yeah. It had the desired effect, which was like absolute fucking like, this is disgust and horror. Well, while this horror is unfolding, you've got the doc who's working out the fact what this alien does and he, he brings everybody together when they have a, a moment of peace and and say it's it's replicating it's mm. it's not just mm. you know it's copying you it could be any one of us and, and then they start they, and then the paranoia starts doesn't it because he says to clark yeah. like well where were you you were with the dogs for an hour like what was happening there yeah. and well another half an hour later and he's he's taking people he's trying to kill everybody he realizes there's a the, the computer says there's a 75 percent chance somebody in the camp's got it yeah. and it will take twenty seven thousand hours for this to infect the entire world it's like covid is around about twenty seven thousand hours it's about hours, six just three years, and a bit years three years three, yeah three just years, over twenty seven thousand hours which is one thousand one hundred twenty five days just over three years that's yeah. wilford brimley and i didn't have the time to do the research but you know his face what stuff was he in um, i'd not i don't think i'd seen him before if I'm oh honest. right okay well Blair does completely lose his mind at one point, doesn't he? And he just decides to trash the radio equipment. Yeah, because his his MO at this point is knowing that that basically killing this thing and everyone surviving is an exercise in futility. He's he's basically saying that we need to kill this thing to stop it from basically like take fucking yeah. taking over the earth and everything, mm. and, and we're basically going to die with it. Yeah. it. Like this whole thing ends here. Yeah. So I don't know. The thing is, uh, over the course of the film. I, it didn't matter, but I kind of lost track of like who was really them and at what point maybe. I know that a lot of it is unknown. It kind of it's like happened off camera or whatever, but I think that's what it does. It builds up to almost like you get that sort of like, not a, not like a bit of that kind of standoff scene where they're working out who is the thing. Or that's right. Brilliant. And there's that's, also yeah. a, a red herring thrown in there yeah. in, in the in the way of Clark because at one point when they're trying to find out who it is and that the decision is to take blood sample samples and heat the blood because yeah. the blood acts as its own kind of entity. It's, it's, yeah, it it's defends alien. Itself. It's going to yeah. defend itself. So you've got this fantastic scene of them slowly going through mm-hmm. each one. And just before this, to even get to the position where they agree to do it, Clark tries to take the gun and he gets shot in the yeah. head. Um, and You've he, seen a lot of shots yeah. of Clark hiding a scalpel. He, yeah, yeah he, um, he, he looks a bit suspect all the way through. He's, he's had been with a dog he's been really close with the dogs and everything and oh, they he's test a bit his of a blood, loner though. they himself. test his blood and he isn't yeah. at the end they test yeah. him and after Copper he's dead. as well yeah which yeah. turns which turns our hero really kurt russell the guy who brought the alien there into a murderer now yeah yeah, it, 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 <laughs> yeah. There, was, there was an element of 
defence though, wasn't it? Because he's yes. coming. He, he, yeah. he basically. Oh, he's coming at him with a knife. He's coming at him with a knife, so he yeah. turns to shoot him. So it's not just he's not just executed him no, for no reason or, or whatever. And it's, it's a pretty scary moment. Anyone else totally shit their pants when the blood jumped? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That was like. There's <laughs> red wine I've spilt on my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I yeah, I didn't because I, I obviously knew something. I've seen this film maybe something. like seven or eight times, right. And I still jumped. I knew something was going to happen, yeah. but I didn't know what. And it makes like a fucking almost like a noise, like a a scream kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. oh fuck that made me jump. Yeah, because the but the the tension that they build up to that point, and of course it's the the character that you least suspect at this well, point yeah. of being you know, and it's really clever the way they do that because they don't make it obvious. Yeah. you know, when we this- already saw. We've skipped over actually. There's a load one of the have. great scenes where they're doing an autopsy on which oh, one is yeah, it? Yeah, Norris. This is Norris, the guy yeah. who has the heart attack. Yeah, that scene is mental. Absolutely they're, off they're the doing charts. They're defib on him. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get him back to life. He's just passed out, and yeah. and as they kind of, <laughs> you know, stand back, brace the stomach, just swallows the doctor's <laughs> it becomes arms a mouth. and. Yeah. And becomes a mouth and so yeah he's got off. his arms up and, there goes, and the head kind of comes off and lassoes its tongue around the <laughs> chair and scrabbles away and then you've got the legs come out so you've got like spider head thing fucking brilliant and uh, he says you've got to be fucking getting me that's <laughs> yeah. what he says yeah. but it's the character who says that is Palmer and he may have even been a thing at the time when he says that so this is one of the great things about the thing as well do you know you're the thing because the thing takes on I was thinking that because inherited- obviously uh, you know I understand it takes on the physical form or whatever but obviously it has to know everybody's names and yeah. it has to know able the to have a conversation of the, of the character that it's become and so on but, yeah but just going back to again to that that, that scene what I liked about i'm not a horror fan right and i know you're not either damn what i liked about this film is even though it was it made you jump it fucking made you scared it made you, it did all the things that a horror film should do but it didn't it didn't over egg it for me sometimes see like when the head grew the, grew <laughs> yeah. the fucking spider legs and everything well one it's like preposterous but two as it's creeping out the door which is quite funny in itself. I'm thinking, oh, this fucking thing's going to like go out and then it's going to be like face hugger and it's going to jump and everything. And at every point that I was terrified that, oh, this this is now going to be the the bit that fucking like eats away at me. It got killed or it got yeah, set they, on fire they or whatever. Of partially resolve things as they go through. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. It was almost like just spoon feeding me mm. like this like medicine that I don't particularly <laughs> like, but I know it's good for me. And, <laughs> It wasn't like fucking prolonging the agony, and that's what mm. I don't like about horror films. Like when they, you know, it's just like you know it's coming back at some point, but you don't know when. And then again, and then again, and I'm fucking, uh, and I am out after that. <laughs> but this was just the right because well, it's paced brilliantly. Yeah. That's why, and th- because you do have these moments of absolutely terrifying horror, and then it is back to like moments of tension and yeah. where it's set as well you know you, you you're sat uh, in desolation Antarctica. It's, it's, yeah. it's desolation you've got this very small crew of people and the the tension of who to trust even when you yourself as the viewer who's given some kind of scenes that obviously the other characters wouldn't see you still don't know who it is mm. so it it's brilliant it's good. there's almost like some comedic elements to it and not like you know laughing at it oh that's ridiculous but well i guess the spider head thing and everything but yeah no there's light relief through this as well 
Yeah. It's so fucking well balanced. Everyone else passes the test after Palmer goes berserk and yeah, transforms turns into, into a another grotesque yeah. thing. Yeah. Childs is told to stay at the camp. That's Keith David's character, which he doesn't like. And he, his. What happens to Childs is a good thing for speculation because he's kind of out of the movie now until the very end. Yeah. Blair thing, who was... Is, oh, well, Blair was put in a uh, tool shed outside mm. and they go... This is one of the like, really baffling moments, really, when you start to think about it. But they go out there and Blair has tunnelled himself yeah. in a fucking spaceship underneath the... He's making um, a spaceship, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, so Blair thing is yeah, been busy. And so they, they realise now Mac... Niles and Gary are the only ones who are left I think mm. uh, they realise just how destructive it all is and they resolve to just basically blow absolutely everything up well, they, they, they deduce that the thing wants to basically like freeze itself again yeah. until like I guess help would arrive that, like its yeah. fellow species would come because we don't know how long it had been previously frozen yeah they think that they 100,000 years because we didn't I think we mentioned it but they go and find the spa- the original space they do yeah. Yeah. and yeah. they reckon it's been about 100,000 years till the Norwegians found it mm. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That shot was done, the exterior of the bit where they're outside, it was just done on like some tiny back lot somewhere or whatever, even though it just looks amazing. What happens at the end? Well, they're on the underground cabin set and the explosives. Gary is killed by Blair thing. He he presses him against the wall and his fingers become part of his face. It's disgusting. And he's dragged off screen and Niles is dragged off screen and somewhere and killed as well. And then it's Mac just against a huge, disgusting tentacle Blair thing. It's that classic thing. They're all sticking together until they needed to to lay the lines for the dynamite to bring mm. down the mm. entire kind of... And then they all go off. Instead of saying, Look, let's all go and load that one, <laughs> and then we'll all go and lay the other one. No, they all go, and they, of course they all get picked off one by one. We've got Kurt left, and he's got a, a stick of dynamite and uh, a huge alien, which is, it becomes the mother beast then, doesn't it? It becomes this... I was, I was getting brain dead vibes at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's underneath the the floorboards and it's like a tsunami a wave coming towards him as it's it, and he, he lobs in a, a dynamite stick which ignites everything else and mm. he manages somehow to get out of this because it's the explosions are everywhere then aren't yeah. they yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. He, he meets child outside and they're both kind of fucked they're both fucked they're yeah. both but both suspicious of each other as well yeah. and yeah, they they just kind of close out then, don't they? It's, it's just the end. Yeah, the, I, end. the last line he says, uh, well, they just kind of laugh, don't have they? To but sit I can't and wait. what he says, yeah, but it's just like we're going to sit here a little while and see how things. Well, go. I, th- I think yeah. they kind of because they are suspicious of each other, and Charles has been like behaving in a way that probably. Well, you basically you don't like, see he's been him. Quite he runs contrary away to to what you know the others are kind of doing and so on and so. But you, that's been his character the whole movie. That's it, isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. So I think you're, you're meant to suspect him, but obviously he's he's there at the end, and he's mm. in seemingly. Are we sure that neither of them are things? Well, they, no, well, I assume Childs is. Yeah, we um, don't we don't know, but I think that they don't they kind of like they basically agree that it's like futile to even suspect each other because <laughs> they're just the last two fucking things. Yeah. Like little people, things, whatever they are. Life. And they're going to die. Or maybe not. Maybe they get frozen. Get frozen. And thawed well, out. Yeah. It was set up for a second one. But this second one they've made is the prequel. Mm. Yeah. Um, and in the prequel, actually, it's interesting um, because they don't obviously use lots of mobile phones or anything like that that would take it. So yeah, it, yeah. it leads. They've obviously seen what they've got to lead into yeah. in the 82 one. But then cleverly made it look... A modern film, but you don't question the fact that they don't have all the the technology and yeah. things. So I was watching it 
not really knowing the year and then oh, okay. it, yeah, it, yeah. it comes into that but the they found out in that one the norwegians have found out that things like fillings they can't absorb the metallic so they asked everyone to open ah. their mouth and if you had a filling you were okay but anybody right. with perfect teeth could potentially so they, 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 that was the other way and obviously kurt russell had his test of doing it with, with the blood with the blood yeah. and and doing it that way so it was um i watching it like i watched it one after the other was was really mm. good actually because i was i was in the mood for more the thing after watching the first one for some more so thing I, so i got it and as i say it leads straight in with a helicopter ends with a helicopter leads in with the helicopter oh, yeah but you you had seen the original thing i before, had but yeah. many many years ago so this was well worth the visit for me i really really enjoyed this well, let's let's talk about what happened on its release because it was not a hit it it was savaged mm. critically bombed yeah which is I read, I read that and I I can't understand why what what was the what were the criticisms of it? I think the biggest problem I... was it went up against ET basically. ET came out about 2 months two weeks before, before two or weeks something ago. ridiculous so I mean ET just buried it obviously um at the box office the critical response I don't know it's all been rewritten now because everybody agrees it's a masterpiece because it is Vincent Canby called it too phony looking to be disgusting it qualifies only as instant junk Dave Keir wrote, hard to tell who's being attacked and hard to care. Roger Ebert's had superficial characterizations and the implausible behavior. Yeah, even Ebert, and he really got genre movies. Yeah, and he as dismissed well. it and as he... nothing more than an alien ripoff. <sighs> well, yeah. And that, it, was, it was slagged off. This really upset Carpenter by the director of the original The Thing from Another World, the 1951 mm. adaptation of the source material, who denounced Carpenter's version, saying, if you want blood, go to the slaughterhouse. All in all, it's terrific commercial for JMB Scotch. Which oh, yeah. uh, was pretty damning. Uh, so no one, just no one got it at the time. It's weird. I just don't understand yeah. that. It's yeah. a strange. Well, one. they were all wrong because it is brilliant. And there's many scenes of great tension and like because there's a scene where Mac is kind of suspected by everybody else. So he does. He breaks into the storeroom with dynamite in one mm. hand and a flare in the other. It was like, yeah. and then everybody suspects it's brilliant. Loads of tension in this. The special effects are amazing. The pace is brilliant. The score is great. I can't believe it was a Razzie. Yeah. Yeah, they got that wrong. This this is worth checking out. And if you've if you are going to check this one out, check out the prequel as well because there's a little thing. Dean Cundy was the director of photography, and apparently, and I do look for this now that he lit it so that people who were the thing didn't have light reflected back into their eyes, but people who weren't the thing do. Wow! So uh, it is a little thing to look out for in the movie. (laughs) Um, I I imagine somebody's going to make. The next one after this as well. After this pod? After this pod, probably <laughs> inspired so. to go and follow up what Kurt Russell and, and Charles are, have done afterwards. Kurt, I, is, we, Kurt is top tier as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't think he, get, he gets a lot of like kudos, but I don't think like enough. He's fucking great. Is similar look here to, to Father Christmas or the, what, is it the Christmas Chronicles? It's yeah. similar yeah, it's, it's on that vibe. Strong isn't it? hair. Yeah. Great hair game in this. I love the idea that you don't know that you're the thing. I just love yeah. that. Like, imagine if it oh. it's to its end goal and replicated everybody. And the, but then it could just be this continuing functioning society of not humans, <laughs> of but everybody things. pretend. Yeah. I wonder what, what they the were. What the fuck? They, I, I was looking at the, the documentary on, on this as well. And they were talking about 
how they experimented with the ideas of the thing and everything. And they said, well, it's invaded all these other worlds and things. So the creature could be any of these other yeah, yeah. things. That bits is, and bobs. Which, yeah, bits and bobs. Yeah. Why you see this kind of flower that yeah. eats stuff and, and the dog yeah. also and, and the different people coming into it. But they're just such horrified face. I mean, it's really disturbing, isn't it? The yeah. faces yeah. and the and the, just the gore, the pain of the people and the dogs and everything. And, Ooh, uh, it's a tradition in British Ar- Antarctic research stations to watch the mm. thing as part of their midwinter feast and celebration <laughs> on the 21st of June every year. Fuck that. <laughs> Imagine that. I would brilliant. not. I'd be. I'd take my chances out in the tundra rather than hang, <laughs> hang around in there. But honestly, so oh, I'm trying to think. What was the mighty boosh tundra? Oh yeah, lost yeah. in the blinding whiteness of the tundra. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, not not a horror fan, but over the years that you know, I, you know, Alien is, is obviously sci-fi horror as well. If it's fucking good, then the fact that it's horror and it's really not my genre necessarily is is by the by. Because this, I thought this was fucking brilliant. I'm really, really glad that I watched it. Mm. I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm ready for for more horrors necessarily, but if they're like this, where to me it there's justification for the disgustingness and the fucking the shock and and you know the fear and everything like that it makes you feel something but you also are on you're you're on board with the like the journey and the plot and the yeah, and, it's and part all of, this. of the fabric yeah. of the story not yeah. the awfulness is yeah not just like gratuitous. not just like oh how how can we like just get disgusting things into a film like all well, the sore shite and everything like that it's yeah. like this is a proper fucking you know and and I know it's preposterous but it's also like done in a way that fucking makes you think like something like this. Pra- Not that it could happen, but practical effects over CGI. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs>